from Cutting Through the Noise, where we do just that, we cut through the noise. And today I would like to welcome back Linda Woodhead, the owner and founder of Mocker Group. Thank you for coming back. You're welcome. I've loved it so much the first time. I'm here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you had so much, so much, so much great stuff to talk about on the last call. And um, we uh, t- spoke about I guess the the biggest topic, which I was, I'm also super excited to hear more about, and 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 that is uh, the reason why people should enter into awards, and you know what, um, you know what 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 do you do when you finish an award, and and uh, you 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 achieve that big goal? Um, so let's um, let's deep, dig deep into that, Linda, today. Yeah, look, I think um, I think there's a bit of a fear factor there with a lot of people, but I think that um, you know, I was told in a course many, many years ago that the the, the ac- an acronym FEAR, um, F-E-A-R, stands for false evidence appearing real, which basically means you've got no idea what it is, but you're scared of it anyway. And I think that happens a lot with things like awards because people just see it as a bit of a mountain to climb, um, unsure of maybe how much information needs to go in there and, and sometimes can put all that emphasis on... Um, on the win, I guess. If if I can kind of get anything across, um, it's definitely about the process, way more in some ways. I mean, obviously, you know, a win is great. First is great. <laughs> um, however, I think that what a lot of people forget to realise, uh, and those people that have been entering our awards for many years do now realise is that the process um, is, is just as equally important. So, We always kind of say to people that are entering our awards, especially our business ones um, across all of our three markets that we deal with, which is hair, beauty and barber, um, that it's almost like, you know, we've got a lot of people that have been entering for a long time. We get new people entering every year. Um, This year, I think we're up about 40 percent on um, entrance across the board, which is massive. Um, You know, we're now at the point where pretty much as many if not more more people don't get through to finalist um, as well as do so you know it is still a process so there still has to be something that you get out of it because the, the competition is tough and there's a lot of people doing great things so I say to people that you know obviously you're you're going into it to try and be recognized to try and reach that finalist status and ultimately win um but there's a lot of other good things that come out of it number one would be that annually it allows you to um pretty much give your business a bit of a health check i guess um we're talking business awards now more so than creative which i'll talk about after but with the business ones um you know, it's it's like auditing your own business and it's not from the ATO. So it's kind of, you know, um, we, we have a process that we use where you can look at your previous year. Um, you can see what you've done, what you've achieved, what you've overcome. Um, and I think a lot of people that I've spoken to have said to me, you know, they look at their award entry one year and then they look at the one before and go, oh, my God, look what we've done this year. And, and probably wouldn't know that um, before. I think that, you know, some salons have got business coaches is some have got accountants, some have got, you know, all sorts of different people that might assist them in their business. Um, 
but very rarely is there one person that looks at every single aspect of their business. So if you have a, a category for the best salon business of the year, you've got to look at everything. You've got to look at your financials, your marketing, your customer care, your team, your challenges, your green policy, everything. We, we've we've spent many, many years. Um, we're into our 13th year now on our business awards, and we've spent a long time um, perfecting the questions that you have to answer so that it can give a judge absolutely all the information that they need to so they can judge fairly, um, but also the questions that you need to answer so that you can give that business your health check. Um, and so I think that's point number one. I think point number two is peer recognition. Um, we do a lot to make sure that the judges that we get um, are, are from everywhere. Um, you know, creatively, for example, in the AHIA Creative Awards, we have over 100 judges. Like, it's a massive thing to put together. Um, we want to make sure that all the internationals are looking at your work. We want to make sure that locals are looking at, at the work. We want to make sure that um, every single main media person um, from all the major trade magazines in the world are looking at your work. So we've done that so that we can... Um, do as good a job for you as possible for people to actually sample your wares i guess when it comes to creative and when it comes to business um you know something that a lot of people don't realize is that when we do our judging for our business even though we have <clears throat> excuse me people that are within the industry we also have a lot of people from outside of the industry um so for example um for salon design I have two architect companies that judge that, as well as various kind of business experts that might look at the, the facts and the figures and, and, and what have you. For some of the, the business categories for salon business, we have a couple of people from the finance industry, a couple of people from different industries, people that have got no idea who you are or even that much about this um, industry, um, but people that can look at it purely from a business perspective. And I think that's a really kind of good attribute that we have within the awards to make sure that it's um, A, I guess, squeaky clean and B, um, is being looked at in terms of just a good business and not necessarily a hair business or a beauty business or a barber business. Um, I think as well that, you know, you put your heart and soul into um, business awards and and I will, you know, after this, give you some tips and tricks, I guess, on what the judges look for, a few things to make your submission stand out. Um, but my biggest thing of all is that when I started the awards, it was never going to be about just being able to give people a trophy to put on a shelf and get dust. This is about an accolade that you can use massively in your marketing of your salon. And that's what we want. Um, you know, we get product companies sponsor all of the categories. They're always behind it because they see. I mean, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's one major company that doesn't get involved in that. And I think that um, it's partly because they they see that um, there is benefit in that. Because if they can help their salons go into these awards, then their businesses will absolutely 100% grow. Um, and that's obviously going to be good for them too, I guess. <laughs> so we um, 
we employ a or we contract um, a PR and communications company um, called Lily Blue Communications. We've been dealing with them for a very, very long time. You, you would know um, Joe and, and all the girls there. Um, and so on contract, basically Joe and her staff look after our awards um, and basically get as much publicity as possible for our winners. Um, we have had TV appearances, we've had media, we've had online, digital, local press. Um, when somebody wants to get comment on, you know, maybe the new Barbie hair trends of the time or whatever the case may be, um, then then we deal with that. So, so our, um, I guess our whole motivation is to make sure that when somebody enters, they enjoy the process and they get something out of it by looking at their business. They go along for the ride in terms of being able to market their finalist status as much as they possibly can. They get their peer recognition amongst judges and amongst other people within the industry. Um, they kind of become commodities, I guess. I mean, a couple of product companies have said to me in the past, you know, if we really want to see who's who's the movers and shakers and who are doing well at the moment, who should we look at? And they look at our award finalists and winners because they're the ones that are, you know, putting themselves out there to go, look at us. We run a big business. And those are the people that those companies want to partner with. So I definitely know that there are salons out there that have not been known before and that have become known because of the awards. And they are now you know, doors of, of opportunity are being opened to them through the industry because they have that notoriety now that they didn't have before, um, especially in business, because the business ones are not necessarily, um, you know, I love them to the, and I, I was going to use the word show pony, but then I was realising I was talking to you because I was like, but it's, the, it's the, you know what I mean? It's like, it's the show ponies of the industry. It's, um, you know, the business ones are sometimes people that aren't even hairdressers that run businesses and, and they run amazing businesses. And so, um, you know, when we first started Hairbiz, it was kind of, um, you know, it's it's not the exciting side of things, but it's the most important side of things um, when it comes to running that business. So um, and then I guess obviously for me also, it's about creating opportunity. We um, for all of our winners we um, we go the, the PR company that we use, Lily Blue. They they go through every single submission. They create a personalised press release for that winning um, salon. They send that to them so they've got something to send out so they don't have to do it. Um, we send them a literally a 101 guide on how to market themselves properly, how to get publicity. We give them lists of people and contacts that they can have that they can get to to try and get more. Like we do a lot that I think people don't actually realise that we do. We don't just give a trophy and then see you next year. Um, yeah. We invest very, very heavily um, in the PR and media of, of, of people. Um, you know, and if that comes down to us trying to get, um, you know, this year, for example, all of our major winners, um, we managed to get onto the Today Show a couple of times, the day after our awards, uh, we had Costa do that for Barber, we had Justin do that for Hair, um, we've had um, even Shireen who works for us but is also Makeup Artist of the Year at the moment, did some stuff um, with The Morning Show. Like We've now created these great relationships with media, which I think I spoke about 
in a previous podcast about how important that is. And they've now realized that we've got this absolute kind of great big body of people um, that if they want someone to go and talk about blondes or if they want someone to talk about aging or if they want someone to talk about beauty, we've got this massive barrel of people um, that can do that. So uh, when we recently did the one with Justin for the Australian Hair Industry Awards who won Australian Hairdresser of the Year, it's the day after the awards, which is a nightmare. Um, and we thought we were just going on for just like a little quick chat with maybe one model. But because of what we did last year, they were like, no, no, we wanted three models. They wanted to do three makeovers. They want... It was, I think, I mean, I thank God for Jared and Joe um, and Justin, obviously, as well. But I think they, they had like half an hour sleep if they were lucky um, and then had to get there at like 5.36 o'clock in the morning um, to be able to get onto onto TV. And, and those figures for us... Um, it allows us to also be really proud of what we've done because of the numbers that we then get. And we're talking in the millions because then if if the the, the TV shows then share stuff that we're doing um, and then that goes on to their socials through affiliate with the amount of people that look at that kind of stuff. Um, I think last year alone for Mocha in terms of views across other social media um people i guess through the tv stations and whatever it's over 10 million like it's it's phenomenally massive for the professional hair industry um so you know we're not just in it for the for the glass trophy <laughs> we are in this to elevate the industry um you know to to really um try and give people something back for all the hard work that they put in so um definitely We'll do as much as we can, but the responsibility also lies with the salon um, for them to absolutely shout from the rooftops um, that they've won something and to get as much publicity and turn that um, that win into actual business success. That's that's yeah, our right. I mean, what I got out of this, I mean, just this call, um, the first thing I loved actually was the audit part. I mean... You don't ever really take the time to audit your business, you know, um, no. and and then having that on record on a yearly basis that you could go back and, 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 and you know, check where you're at and how you've grown and developed. You know, the only way that you can improve in, in your business is to track it and measure it. And that is in itself yeah. a great, uh, you know, a great yeah. start. Along and, and to add to it that you're going to get exposure, you're going to get insights on your business, um, mm. you know, you're going to have opportunities from brands or, you know, um, other companies. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And I think as well, I mean, when we first started the business ones, because we're, there weren't business awards here, um, they were creative but not business. And um, again, because it's it's a harder sell because it's kind of like, you know, it's not all the fluffy, beautiful side. But I also maintain that, um, you know, I believe the creative awards are really important and they do forecast fashion trends in hair. They also, you know, get that creative juice flowing and, and we create some incredibly beautiful work um, and that's important. But I also say to people that are shooting for that, it's, you know, it, it's part of your brand. You can push the boundaries a little bit and there's obviously the beautiful fun um, categories like your avant-garde and stuff that are just amazing because it's just you know people love to do it um, but from a marketing point of view if you can say that you are the best salon in 
Queensland or New South Wales, or you you are the best customer care, it's actually easier to market because you can go to a media company and go, I've just won this. How do you do that? Okay, well, our best customer care is because we – you know, we take we we think about the aromas when people walk into a salon. We grow our own tea in the backyard. We do, I don't know what you do, but all that kind of stuff can be anything that that gives you a story. And what makes it so good as well is that we've already created that personalised press release, which is done as a bit of a bait. We've then got all the content required. If we need to, then give um, you know video stuff on on acceptance speech or a sizzle reel from the awards or we've got all that you don't have to spend a fortune to do all that so it's kind of handed to you on a platter I mean obviously you've got a win to get all of that stuff as well but for those that, that are not quite there yet then I think um, you know like you said when we do look at things once a year or once a quarter or whatever we tend to look at the financials and that's it we don't look at the rest of it. We don't look at what we were doing in our marketing. We don't look at how we were looking after our clients. We don't look at the experience. We don't look at, you know, what our green policy is. We don't look even at all of the various aspects of our staff. And that's what you have to do in this kind of um, submission. So um, I, I I can't emphasize enough how important I think that, you know, or the benefit that you can get out of going through that Um and then being able to look back on it 100%. It's really, really worth worth its weight in gold, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, you know, if you are entering for creatives and you have beautiful imagery that you can have in the salon, you can promote that. And I know, uh, you know, when I, I talk to, say, friends that are outside of the industry, they might be going to a hair salon that's maybe won an award. And they'll say, oh, but my salon won hairdresser yeah. of the year in 2010 or something like that. Yeah. And you're like... That's amazing that you're still, you know, that you're talking about this. Yeah. It's so good. So, you know, it doesn't it doesn't go away. It's there for for a long yeah. time, I, I think, as well, as long as you continue to publicise it, of course. Absolutely. I mean, I know people that are still using stuff from a long time ago and, you know, and that's fine. It's, it's, it's something that doesn't ever go away. Um, and I think that, you know, and even that, I mean, I, I think that, you know, if you're going to use something, um, you know, or if you've got shots that you can use, you can put them up in the salon. You can, you know, have use them in your marketing, use it in your merchandising, do all that stuff. Um, and then you've also got something that you can also put in. And also, I think just from a team point of view, from a team perspective, um, you know, yes, a lot of our some of the categories are individual, but but no one can do it all on their own. You know, you still need help. You still need, you know. Um, and I say to people often as well. You've often got people in your salon that have got a lot of skills that you don't even know about. So, you know, for example, I know one salon in particular that when they, they kind of got all their salon together and they said, right, we're going to enter um, the salon team of the year. This one was for one of the business ones. Um, you know, we need to put the submission together. The the owner um, was not great at writing stuff. So she got a couple of the other girls to look at that who were. There was one girl who'd actually studied graphic design before she came became a hairdresser. So she put the PDFs together and it was a really joint, you know, collaborative salon effort and 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 it was great they then all came along to the awards they got a table it was like I think they, they used it as their Christmas party thing it was just you know there's so many offshoots from it I think people just kind of flippantly say oh you know it's just it's awards it's like no it's so, so much more um yes. that could really be so much for everyone and um and there's so much more that you can get out of it in the process as well as the actual kind of you know 
the, the hopeful and potential win um you know and, and look there's there's things that you can do that you um that you know make things look good i mean i would say we, we have word count on on our awards um and that's mainly because the judges have got a lot to read <laughs> so we by doing a word count it means that everyone's on on a level playing field otherwise you've got somebody that writes a novel and somebody that writes a paragraph and no one's telling them how much to write so that's not fair so by giving them a, a word count um that kind of helps but i would also say you know within the system that we have there's formatting available so um you can bold you can headline you can quote mark you can bullet point you can do various things you know if you've gone over your word count a really easy way of bringing that down is just to bullet point some stuff instead of just write it all in prose um some people are probably using gpt chat nowadays because they're just you know they go from 600 to 400 and it's still all done absolutely perfect nothing wrong with that um you know but also just making it kind of easy to the eye as well so that people can um you know judges can look at it and not be kind of a it's, it's a bit like if you get a book and there's just like a solid page of text as opposed to maybe a subheading it makes it a lot easier for the eye to look at and not be so overwhelmed with reading it so formatting is your friend 100 percent um headings and splitting things up is definitely a way to go and this isn't going to change the content um but it's going to make it easier for a judge to look at um i think that you know you've got to look at the description of what the criteria for that category is because if you have a judge that is judging and you've got you know we've got a lot of good salons and a lot of good creatives out there um so it may come to a point where a judge might just have, you know, their top two or three and there's not much in between the two. And they've got to somehow rank those in order of preference. There has to be a winner. They can't give the same points to everyone. So um, you've got to make sure that, you know, it's like your opening statement is almost like your elevator pitch. It's got to be what makes you different to somebody else give them some information but then um you know it might almost be a bit of a bait situation in that to then give them more information as they read it you want to make them keep reading it and keep reading it and keep reading it um so i would suggest you know you don't give them all the information away at the very beginning and again we're talking business but um you know it might be we increased our um our turnover by 50 percent in the year of whatever you don't say how you just say that you did and then someone's going to read it and go oh my god how did they do that then you get down to to your marketing and your customer care it's like oh okay now now i see how they did that so it's making a submission interesting um it's making it look reasonably good in terms of the formatting there are uploads that you have to do with pdfs um and obviously uploads with imagery as well when we do creative whether it be mood board or whether it be um marketing or whatever on the two different ones um but also having that kind of almost on brand as well you know using if you're going to do like a five page pdf your front page can be is your brand your front page could be the salon logo with just the word financials or um, marketing or whatever so that when a judge looks at the submission um and i'll give you a little tip a lot of people don't use there's a there's a button um down the bottom called preview and if you click on that button that's what the judge sees not what you see um and when you do formatting you will see formatting a little bit like you know when you've got a word document and you click on the show formatting and it's just got weird stuff everywhere that's what you'll see so for example when you make something bold if you've got a sentence 
and it says show pony hair extensions, when you make that bold, there'll be two little asterisks on either side and it makes it bold, which looks a bit weird. But if you click preview, you just see it in bold. You'll also see the front page of every PDF, not the rest of it. And they click on that to open it. So if you're really one of those salons that everything is about brand and culture, it doesn't take much to just make a cover page on a PDF so that when a judge is looking at it, they go, wow, this looks really tidy and clean and beautiful. And if they care that much about a submission, they're going to care that much about um, their, their business. So I think just, just taking a little bit of care. I mean, there's a spell check clicker. It's, it looks like a little book. So many people don't use the amount of times I go through them and they're spelling mistakes. You know, it, it's like take care over this the way that you would do over your business because there is going to be a time where in that category it may be a difference of between one or two points and a judge has to go, okay, I've got two here that I love, which one am I going to go for? And it could be as simple as you not taking care over it because they have to differentiate. So um, I think whatever whatever care you take in your business is also what you should take in your submission as well. Um, and use those little formatting tips um, Put yourself in the position of a judge. Get somebody to look at it. Get somebody that doesn't isn't in your business. Get your, your partner, your husband, your friend, your auntie, your, have a look at it and go, what do you think? Would this make you want to come to this salon? Um, because sometimes people out of the salon, they're not entrenched in it so much, so um, they can kind of maybe see the wood for the trees a little, little bit, bit more rather than not. So I would always get somebody else to, to look through it and, um, you know, um, yeah, and just just have that point of difference. Be really happy about what you're putting together and be proud of what you're putting together um, and use it for other things. Use it for marketing. Use it for media. If you've just written a massive submission about everything that you do, put that together in a story and send that out to some media as well because you've done it anyway. You've done all the hard work. Um, Absolutely. And, and it gives then, you so many assets throughout the year, definitely. Oh, absolutely huge, absolutely huge. Um, you know, and then use the stuff that we give you. You use the press release that we give you. Look at the 101 marketing that we give you. Look at all of that. Um, be available to us if we need you to. You know, if we've suddenly got a, um, you know, sometimes we'll we'll get opportunities in certain states like it might be Adelaide and it might not just be the winner it might be you know there's maybe four or five people that are based in that area that have all been finalists across all of our awards that we suddenly give an opportunity to because we get offered it and then we come to our winners for that so um it you know we talk about relationships all the time it's really it's it's having a, a good and better relationship also with us because then we can make sure that you can get as much opportunity out of this. So we, we certainly, you know, it's a lot of work behind the scenes, but we don't take it lightly. I I I, I really when it, when it comes to award, we see ourselves as facilitators of this, and um, I literally humbled every year by the amount of people that put their stuff through, um, and we take the responsibility of that very seriously um, to make sure that we can do as much for the industry as possible with. Um, the tools, I guess, that we have for everyone. So um, everyone should be entering. <laughs> yes, no, 
I, I totally agree. And I, I thank you so much for all of your amazing tips. And I mean, it's definitely got me inspired to re-enter. So um. because <laughs> we do have a few categories, obviously, for um, non-salon people as well. Um, we created a, a new one with education a couple of years ago. So we had the um, individual and organisation, but now we've got obviously product and equipment company and then also the um, best business performance too. So I think that can sometimes you know, it doesn't always put people on the map because, you know, someone like you, Steph, you're already there, but it's just, you know, it, it is, it's a good process to go through. Um, you know, I think just sometimes we forget um, all aspects of our business because we're too busy being in the business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that gave you a little bit of insight. Thank you. And so for anyone that wants to enter, um, what's the easiest way for them to find out that information? Okay. Again, website, www.mockagroup.com.au. We have three sections on there for Hair, Beauty and Barber for all of the awards that we do. Um, we're pretty much closed for this year. We're at, um, we obviously had the creatives in June on the long weekend. Um, we have the business ones have closed, but they're actually currently being judged. So we're ready to announce finalists on that. Our barber ones are still open until August, but we will soon be opening um, all of them. We, we're, we're about to change a lot of things that we do. We're about to announce some pretty massive changes with the creative awards that I think everyone will be super, super happy about. Um, we've had about three full day um, Zoom conferences between myself, Jared and Joe, um, and it's having a massive shake up. So I'm not going to give you any information about that yet, but it's um, it will be music to people's ears. Um, it will be including and involving um, some changes in regards to some new categories to make a little bit more of a stepping stone for people. Um, also, changes to the submission um the submission will be based a lot more around the imagery and the creative pro process as opposed to written kind of more businessy sort of submission because we have our business awards so that will change um different things that um yeah i'm pretty sure everyone's going to be really excited about and we'll open that quite soon so rather than just opening our awards a month or two before we close Basically, um, what will start to happen with all of the Mocha Awards is as soon as we've done one, it's kind of open for the next one. Because what happens is that we get a lot of people that get swept up in the excitement of the awards and then go, oh, how do we enter next year? And we say, well, it'll be open in six months time. It's like, no, we need to kind of keep that momentum going. So um, we are about to open all of the awards ready for 24 months and months and months earlier so people can have a look at it see what they've got to do get excited about it um i mean we've got people shooting already for ahias for next year now which is crazy so um we just want all of that information to be very generic to be the same every year so people can look at it and know exactly what they've got to do at any time of the year and that will all launch within the next few weeks so keep an eye out on the website and obviously on our um, socials on Mocha Hair as well. Wow, it's so exciting. I can't wait to hear all the updates. And yeah. thank you again, Linda, yeah. for jumping on. Um, as always, uh, a thank wealth you. of knowledge. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, it was good. It was cool. Anytime. You know, I can talk underwater, apparently, always. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I think that's that's our industry. I think most of us. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Thanks for the invite. Well, I really thank you it. so much, Linda. And um, yeah, if you haven't already uh, looked at the awards, please make sure that you do. And we look forward to seeing you back at Cutting Through the Noise very soon. Thank you and have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.